Hi guys, this is Katie and welcome to my podcast about modern dating, the unsolicited podcast. Today, Jess and I chat about some of our online dating experiences and why she decided to delete her accounts for good. We give some suggestions about meeting people in real life and how we believe that the dating apps could actually be screwing us over in the long run. Have you emailed us yet? We would love to hear about your dating experiences. Maybe a worst date story like we chatted about in our first episode, or you could write us about an online dating experience. Maybe you have a success story. If you're liking this podcast, don't forget to pop over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. I'll be reading some reviews on the podcast, so take a couple minutes and let me know what you think. Anyways, here's Jess and I and our stories of online dating. And what did you guys talk about last night? Oh, we talked about red flags and like dating red flags and what we've tolerated before and different stories we had where we're like, okay, we should have seen that red flag or, you know, I dated this giant red flag for three, four months and it was like the red flags that were on the first date were out of this world. Like I, I should have walked away before the date even ended. Really? But I still dated him for like three months. So we were. <laughs> yes. I think it's that thing like must not fail. Yeah. I must not fail at this. Maybe it's <laughs> partly <laughs> that, but then also, ah, I don't know. I was just I was in a really bad place in life, so that's partly it. Yeah. I in that place in life, I honestly was overeager and slightly desperate. Now that I look back. And, you know, for various reasons, there was many reasons. But then also I had, I, I was fresh out of my marriage. And so oh I had I had no idea you were married. Oh, really? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Oh my gosh. So I was like, it was one of the first guys I dated, like actually had a yeah. relationship with outside of my marriage. And I had only dated one guy before I got married. Like yeah. one guy before you're my fresh, husband. You're green. Yeah. So I had no idea what dating even was. I, I had no idea how to date. I had no idea what to look for, what not to accept. Like, you know the common sense stuff, but applying that when you've never done it is, it's hard. It's really, really hard. And also, I think if you're used to being around people that have been a really safe space for you, yeah. then I think you just assume, oh, this person's going to be totally safe. Thank you, Jess. That was a very insightful comment. I'm um, <laughs> actually, that's, yes, 100% what it was. There was yeah. a lot that I tolerated in that part of my life because I was so used to being in that safe relationship that I just assumed that the next person would yeah, be that Yeah, that everyone person. would be that yeah. nice. And I think that's um, a tendency of divorcees. Like oh, really? A huge tendency of them. Yeah. I think that's why they settle. I think that's why they rush into physical relationships fast is just because you're you're used to doing that with your person. That person is a safe, yeah, comfortable spot. Yeah, and it's quite um, second nature to you if, yeah. if you've been with someone for that yeah, long. Exactly. Yeah, very that insightful of you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was a really fun conversation. We had some really good banter back and forth and what I was thinking this afternoon what I love about having different people on all the time is having different people on all the time yeah like, that you must be learning so much about. yeah and it's just so like the conversations are completely different like Lisa was yesterday and her and I just we laughed so hard we had like <laughs> bizarre stories and I'm not saying you won't we won't laugh hard I don't hard, think I have many bizarre stories but 
and I'm sure you have some bizarre stories, but at the same time, it's just a very different dynamic between you and I than it is yeah. between her, me and her. So it's That's really, true. it's really interesting. And Even the editing will be different. And have you, have you just done one with Lisa? Have you done? Um, I've done one with Lisa. I have one with Lane. Um, but I also have another podcast that I've done 20 episodes on and they are on iTunes and published and everything. So like, this isn't my first rodeo. So you're totally <laughs> used to What's that? I heard, I saw your introduction. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. I was like, this is very professional. Oh, thank you. Did you do that yourself? I did. Yeah. That I, is so professional, Katie. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Well, I thank was you. like, uh, now I'm feeling. <laughs> that's so nice. I'm glad that you think that because when I listen to it, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much that needs to be done. No, but that was really, really good. Oh. Wait, what are your favorite podcasts? Oh my gosh. That's a really good question. I have so many. Um, do you listen to podcasts often? Yeah, I do actually. Okay. I do listen have to you heard too. Dirty John? Yes, I did enjoy that. So messed up and so good. And yeah, quite weird. Oh. That, yeah. So weird. Quite but it, enticing though. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. whole thing's so fascinating. But you just want to like smack the woman. But at the same time, you kind of understand what she's... Yeah, what, we've all been there. Yeah. Maybe not to the <laughs> not depth to that, that she has, has but, but like, wow. yeah. But yeah, so that's one of my favorites. Um my I think my ultimate favorite is Up and Vanished. I've never heard that. Oh one. my goodness. It is addictive. You have to go and watch it or listen to it like now. What's it's that? Is amazing. that about people disappearing? Yes. So it's I think they have three seasons now. Oh really? I think it's three seasons and Do they try and track them down? Yes. So the Whoa. first season actually ended up breaking open a cold case and they have now um sentenced to I think sentenced to guys with a murder because of that podcast exposing some things that weren't initially exposed yeah Whoa. and it's fascinating That's so great. so you're into like the case oh I ones. never knew that I would be but I am like totally into like journalism yeah like serial murders really? and murder mysteries so you like serial yeah serial so good oh and s-town oh my goodness like? oh so good that was really that was really good so good and I think American Life, This American Life. I haven't listened to that one yet. I think it's amazing, like, weird stories okay. from, like, I guess that's where Serial came from. It is, but yeah. And where S-Town came from. Yeah. I think, but, yeah. And, but there's so many, like, interesting, weird stories, and they touch on so many different things. Okay, I'm going to have to, I know that I want to listen to that one, I just haven't yet. Yeah, that's the one. So, uh, there's another one that I listen to, like like a lot um called sexy marriage podcast which is a christian-based sexual podcast oh really yeah it's really with the focus being um sexual relationships happening within marriage but it to me is fascinating and they talk about everything under the sun and i love i think the christian community is really lacking in education in and knowledge and and yeah. conversation in that area that's really forward thinking yes and i so i love it i love 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 it so i listen to that one quite a lot there's a lot i like i, I listen like to dear sugars have you listened to that dear sugars i've heard of that one i, I feel don't... like you would quite like it katie it's um it's presented by steve almond and cheryl Strayed of wild fa fame the lady who wrote wild 
Yes. The, and that maybe that's where I've film. heard of it, but I haven't, I don't think I've listened to it. Interesting. They, it's stopped now, but they've oh. got all the, I think they ran it for about two years. Okay. And they have guests on, um, can be anyone from, as the Esther Perel, mm-hmm. like the um, relationship coach to Oprah Winfrey. Wow. They have so many different people on. I am going, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, they, um, that's quite interesting because people write in with their problems and then they read out the letters on the podcast and oh. they're so heartfelt, like amazing, oh. amazingly thought out letters. And then they, like Cheryl Strayed and Steve Almond will like give their opinion on right. what they should do. But oh. the advice is always really thoughtful and really not the usual like right. oh go with your feelings or whatever right. like they're yeah. very pragmatic and Ooh. they'll be they'll they're not afraid to call it and sometimes they'll be like you know i think you should let this one go or like oh. i think like you need to take a look at yourself or like go and go and get some therapy about this and wow. like yeah so cool i well i haven't um i'm looking at the cover photo or the cover art Oh, and yeah. I have listened to one way back when, but I haven't oh, nice. since then. So I need to, I need that. And I like this first one. I'm seeing episodes we love is porn wrong. Yeah. I've just listened to that one actually. Oh, cause that stuff is like, I find it fascinating. Yeah. Like I'm taking psychology courses at the college oh, with just the casually in your spare time. Yeah, no big deal. Oh, that's well, time. actually this semester I'm not, but last okay. semester <laughs> and the semester before that I, I took say, a couple like, courses. How, how are you doing? <laughs> how are you fitting it in? Um, so I did take a couple courses in the last semesters. I am not this semester because I am so busy, but I plan on doing full-time um, schoolwork in September, which is why I'm so busy because oh, I want to pay down that. debt before yeah. I get to into school and um anyways my passion is is sex relationships and sex and psychology and all the stuff behind that if I could be a sex therapist that's what I want to be have you been watching sex education I watched it I binged watched it probably in two days really yeah yeah. so great oh I my was like, gosh this is British like yes <laughs> it's like, it, it kind of the school doesn't seem british somehow <laughs> no it's very americanized yeah it is yeah and very. i think it's filmed like where i'm from in devon really it looks yeah like kind oh, of coastal town area. yeah it was really nice like his house his like house kids. is stunning oh my gosh but like my dream so home. not normal <laughs> not <laughs> british not really at no. all it's not like the british i'm or millionaire to. like he must have so much money yeah it was like a weird yeah hybrid but i love his friend his best friend <gasps> oh I the gay was, that yeah. guy oh my gosh seriously love him i love think him. i felt like we really needed more characters like that like uh, i was quite happy yeah. to see him like represent yeah. oh me too and then when he was oh when that i've only seen the episode. first episode i'm afraid you've only seen the one yeah just okay I will not go any further. Okay. But oh my gosh, it just gets better and really? you just fall more and more in love with every one of the characters. Okay. You really do. Is it someone <gasps> you only seen like, one episode? Yeah, I watched one and it was only like the other night and oh. I was like, ooh, interesting. I've been trying to do so lots of reading. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really watched that much TV. Okay, what are you reading? Um, I feel like my taste in books is a bit weird. Um, I'm reading a book called Voyages of Hope and it is about the bride ships from um, the UK. 
that oh, came wow. over to British Columbia and Vancouver Island. Oh, so cool. Because I was kind of interesting. She was like, these are kind of like your like you but like 200 years ago yeah so it's like the sort of 1850s and well I guess not even 200 years ago but um yeah the 1850s and it was like the first wave of feminists and they sort of got all these women onto boats and they wanted to send them off to make more money basically by coming here wow and getting out of the poverty in the UK that was there at the time so they sent them across and there weren't hardly any women here right which is another reason why they sent them over yeah (laughs) make more money but also marry men yes (laughs) and they were trying to like kind of the men were becoming so unruly that they wanted to try and um calm everyone down in some way so they were like okay we need more women so they brought them over and then some of them didn't the more educated women didn't find any work be, as governesses or anything oh. like that because they just weren't no one was interested there wasn't in that need. no yeah. and so lots of the girls got married one of the girls um most of them were working class and they came across on the boat and as they stepped onto into victoria harbor and this man like walked out in front of one of them and like pulled out what would have been like thousands of dollars and, and was just like will you marry me and <laughs> she was like okay oh my goodness <laughs> just straight off the bat and just married this minor and apparently they had this huge wedding in oh like some in some massive hall there wow yeah Interesting. so was this a novel or was it like a historical um like, it's kind of it's a factual it's okay. it's a non-fiction but it has kind of creative elements to it so oh, okay. some of the bits are written from different characters perspectives i'm oh, not sure cool. what the like author's like name it. is but he's like a high school teacher in uh vancouver oh it's actually canadian. really good nice. yeah canadian sweet yeah and all the descriptions of the land is just so beautiful and oh. it's really interesting to see what things were like then mm-hmm. and uh just because I I don't really know much about the history here. Yeah, well, and like you said, like that this is your story, but like hundred hundred fifty years ago. Yeah, whatever that is, right? And that's quite strange, and yeah. especially coming here. There's just so many more opportunities in a way here because mm. there just aren't so many people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Interesting. you don't have as England compared to England. Yeah. Really? Because in the UK there's so many people, there is so much more industry mm. and there are a lot more places to work, obviously, than the Comox Valley. Yeah. But um the thing is that But the competition uh, for those the jobs competition is, is steep. so steep because yeah. there's so many people. Whereas here I feel like and people because there are so many people they don't have the time to get to know you as an individual mm. and people won't be like oh yeah I've heard of her or like yes oh yeah I know her like right. and whereas here if you work hard like you can get quite far quite quickly yeah. I think it's true because there's not that many people no and because it is small town people yeah. do talk people do know yeah, they do. who you are there's really good community really really good um, mingling among people who are saying like oh you're looking for that here's this person yeah here's, you know yeah. and I feel like unless you've got some sort of weird side of you that you're trying to hide it's like a really good mm-hmm. thing because it keeps everyone accountable mm-hmm. I agree. to one another I agree yeah um, I did have someone say that to me 
um, when I moved to Calgary, actually, someone really really challenged me. They're like, oh, it's, yeah, it's really easy to, oh, remain anonymous is what they said. Isn't it really easy to remain anonymous in a big city? And it was someone who had known me from my hometown and that they were challenging me because they didn't think I should be moving away from my problems like I was. Oh. And I'm I'm still not sure whether I actually... uh, agree with that challenge or not like can you come back and do your dirty laundry (laughs) pretty much (laughs) pretty much (laughs) but um but he there was some truth to what he said it was really easy in a big city to just you know ignore certain things or for people not to truly know who you were and in a smaller community it's it you are more exposed in a good way I think Uh, it can be very unhealthy but I think for the most part it is very good yeah, mm. I really like it here. Yeah. I feel like as a British person, like here, I feel always like super formal. Really? to everyone else. Oh, because so of your I feel accent? like I just have or to Or like, because of... Uh, I don't know what it is. I just always feel like Canadians are like super chill. And I feel like I'm like, yes, okay, no problem. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Okay. Like, That's hilarious. <laughs> really like some That's sort funny. of like, I don't know. <laughs> I get it. Yep. Like the queen. Um, well, I think you're very unprofessional and extremely casual. If that helps, no, just kidding. Thanks. <laughs> it's the best thing I've had today. <laughs> you're welcome. Okay, so I'm sitting here with Jess. Do you prefer Jess or Jessica? Um, only my family call me Jessica. So if you say Jessica, I feel like I have to be really polite to you because oh. I feel like it's my parents. Because it's official. Yeah. It's okay. Official. <laughs> so I'm sitting here with Jess. And so we've met through friends way back when and kind of vaguely like stayed in touch. We definitely met at the Flying Canoe. Did we? Am I allowed to say Flying Canoe? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. At Milo's Karaoke. Was it that night? I, that, that's yeah. the first night that we met? I think that, Aww. yeah, I'm pretty sure. Milo just brings everybody together. Yeah, what a guy. <laughs> what a guy. And everyone knows Milo. And uh-huh. I remember you were living at the farm. Oh, was I at that point? Oh, I was just there for a couple of weeks, though. Oh, really? Yeah, I was only there for a couple of weeks. I was in between homes. Oh. And then I found my first place with JD. Oh, nice. And, and then, yeah. So I was only there for two, maybe three weeks. Oh, okay. But still, that very pinpoints the moments that we yeah, met. That so that's is, great. Yeah. And so, what? Tell me a bit about yourself, but also include your relationship status, because I like to know where people are at with that. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I guess I came from Devon in England, which is in the southwest, mm-hmm. home to the hippies and the surfers. Actually. Yeah. Oh. It's kind of, my dad's got a theory that if you shake a country, all the weirdos fall to the bottom left corner. <laughs> so, California, okay. Devon, um, and Vancouver here, Island. Vancouver <laughs> Island. So, there's it's, definitely a lot of weird people here, yeah. and I feel like I've run into all of them. Oh, um, yeah. But, yeah, so I moved here maybe two and a half years ago. Uh-huh. And so, about the same time that I did. Oh, really? Yeah nice like i'm what what months did you move here may yeah i moved here end of may wow yeah so there we go we're newbies to the the same area okay so i haven't really been anywhere else in canada which that's my point of embarrassment that i feel Uh i do feel quite embarrassed about that (laughs) because people are like why yeah 
why are you here in Courtney? Or yeah, but there's so much to explore here in this area. I know. Like, and can we just talk about the mountains? Yes. That was the main reason. I got off the plane. The plane got diverted to Campbell River. I came here to visit a friend. It must have been about six years ago. And I got off the plane and um, we were in Campbell River. And, I, and it was just a field, basically. Yeah, I haven't been to the Campbell River airport, but I assume it's tiny yeah it was just a field (laughs) and the mountains were just there and I just stepped off the plane and it was like the freshest air I had ever breathed and I was just like oh my god I can't believe that there's somewhere this beautiful and also to come from a country with like 65 million people on a tiny island Mm -hmm. to get off the plane in a field was just (laughs) and there's like two you know two people in the airport I was yeah. like what is this place oh this that's so weird so it was very unique to you that from the moment you stepped on the ground yeah very cool. I felt like I was in Little House on the Prairie which yeah. I was quite excited about <laughs> yes so. but like I said there's so much to explore on the Vancouver Island and the you know the mainland too and I can understand when people don't travel a lot when they get here because I have a huge travel bug like huge I love to travel and I can't get enough of it but since I've been living here I'm actually very satisfied with just exploring that's this exactly area. what I felt yeah because I had been like in New Zealand yeah I mean like Central America and then I got here and then I was just like no yeah, yeah it's yeah. good and there's so much there's just so much there's so much to explore so many little places to find or to go um yeah hiking or I mean just right here you have the mountains the river the ocean um trails like the lake you've got everything you need right here and everyone's so friendly yes like I can honestly say in the UK it will take I maybe I'm just really unpopular but I was in (laughs) in don't think that's the case but go ahead my job um it took me a year before people would like invite me to do things with them like just one-on-one yeah because I think British people tend to move in like cliques. Mm. So you go to you go to like a certain kind of school oh. and then that sort of sets you up for the yeah. rest of your life. There's a there's a lot of classes. Yeah. Like there's different the class classes. system is yeah. very real. Still. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like my dad has said that so many times and we kind of don't believe him because we don't experience that as much over here but it's very it's very existent yeah it's and that is the big thing Mm. my biggest thing about dating in the UK versus here is that if I'm in the UK and someone's walking towards me in a bar or um you know just comes and talks to me I from just as they're walking towards me I can scan their outfit and I can probably tell you before they open their mouth which part of the country they're from. No way. What kind of class they are, like whether they went to public or private school, what their name is likely to be. Really? And what kind of things they do in their spare time. Because it's so, the the social framework is so... intricate and so well developed oh, that you wow. can tell that and then when they open their mouth just the different words they say yeah. and their accent will yeah. tell you exactly like what kind of person they're likely to be okay. and so you just know straight away right. like is this the kind of person that wow that's so interesting because my I mean on somewhat similar level to that my dad like 
and you can probably do this too, but he can listen to someone talking in a British accent. And to me, I can tell South and North, yeah. but that's as good that's as I get. Good. But he can tell like, oh, they're probably from here or they're this probably town. this town. Yeah. Yes. Like down to yeah, the town, so true. which is crazy. I wish me. people can do that too, which is quite amazing. That's, that's so bizarre that every single area has their own little dialect. Yeah. Yeah. And within that, like they have their own like depending on what kind yeah. of class structure yeah. they'll have their own dialect too oh yeah totally oh dad makes fun of it all the time issues 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 yeah, that's, that's one of the things he says but okay so uh, speaking of dating in england yeah no 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 let's go back to your little bio because i want to know what's your relationship status current relationship I don't status i really know what it is it's complicated well, it's sing- single single okay yeah. well there you go you're single to be honest like off the record i've just see loads of people right and that's cool yeah until someone's like oh i actually do want to sit down with you like then it's just like yeah just go with it do you want that to be off the record because i really like that being on the record okay i'm okay with that do you want me to clarify that a bit i was kind of doing no 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 that's fine okay no i think that'll still take um i I just think that's a, I actually think that's a really good thing. Yeah. I think a it's, lot of the times. It's time's, advice from my mum. Yeah. Which good. Well, there you go. She's like the prudest woman you've ever met. And, and she gave so, you that advice. That's awesome. Well, I was quite shocked to be honest with you. I nearly <laughs> yeah. fell off my chair. But my mum was like, well, the, no one's saying that they want to commit to you. So if I were you, I would just see what you can get out of the situation. Right. And I was like, that's very British and strategic of you, mum. Right. But, like, fair, <laughs> fair play to you. Yeah, like, I actually really like that. And not so much to play the field, but just to say, if you don't jump out at me and if you don't make an effort and pursue me, really, yeah, then I'm not going to commit because yeah. you're not showing me that you like me yeah. enough. And to be yeah. honest, like, I think you, I think a lot of women just get to the point where you just, uh, well, I just saw this amazing picture of Elizabeth I. And yes. she just, she's just such a queen, like yeah. amazing queen of England. And, you know, all that time ago. And it's just like, she just looks so um noble and dignified and she just knew what she's doing Mm -hmm. and she's just so focused on what she's doing Mm -hmm. and just seeing that image just makes you just made me feel like yeah like why why run around after anyone yeah like I'm perfectly happy as I am yeah if people want to come into my life organically and we enjoy the time that we spend together and then they leave again cool I love like, it. I think that's amazing. Just go, just going totally with the flow. Yeah. And, um, well, and just, knowing what you want, like, like yeah. you said, like Queen Elizabeth knew what she wanted. She was solid in what yeah. she wanted and she knew what she was doing. And so to create that, that standard for yourself, why can't we do that right now? And just say like, this is what I want. And I think there's, there should be some flexibility where the guy comes yeah, up and he's definitely. five, eight instead of five eleven. You're like, Oh dang, no, you don't meet the list. Like there needs to be some flexibility, yeah. but at the same time to be like, nope, I deserve to be pursued or I deserve, you know, this sort of treatment. And so I'm going to wait until that happens. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. Or even just like, it's, you know, it's not for forever, but right now I'm really enjoying connecting with this person yeah. and I'm just enjoying having fun and the conversations yeah. that we have together. Yeah. And, you know, it might 
dissipate in like two months time Mm -hmm. but i was just listening to a podcast yesterday i think and the dating advice that this guy gave was to hold your dating relationships like in an open palm and so just to understand that they may go and they may come and it's okay if they disappear like don't grab onto them and try to control the situation and and try to like you know, maneuver it to be something that it's not. Just hold it open. Enjoy it for what it is. Let it go if it if it decides to go. Yeah. And and just, just it just makes life so much easier. Like you're not yeah. panicked and <laughs> really like anxious about what this is and oh my goodness, we need to define this and all this stuff, right? Yeah. And I think the key to it actually is like having several people at once that you're kind of hmm okay like you know that you're having interactions with because I think I mean it kind of ebbs and flows depending on what life gives you but Mm. I think if you're just seeing one person then the tendency is like this I've got to make this a thing oh like you you're putting so much energy into it whereas if you're seeing like five people then it's like yeah well and and I don't see anything wrong with that I mean, for me, I need to have certain boundaries within that. Yeah, definitely. But I don't see anything wrong with just putting yourself out there and getting to know other human beings. Yeah. It's not, I'm not dating five guys. I'm not sleeping with five guys for me in particular, but I'm getting to know these guys. And I'm, that's what to me dating is all about is getting to know other people and to see if they fit your life, if they fit your standards, if they fit your moral compass, if they fit your um, your drive. Yeah. And so, and sometimes they, they don't and they're not meant to be there. And so that way, if you have just your kind of lines out there and you're just getting to know other human beings, you can assess these guys as you go. And I think a really crucial part of that is having a context mm. to the relationship and I think that that is where I feel online dating really falls down okay so explain the context what would that be for you so context would be like dating offline you bump into someone at a certain place and you know them because they always go there and maybe you've seen them several times before Mm. and they have their friends with the people that work there that are also your friends. Okay. And so there's a bit of a context there. Sure. In terms I of, see what you're saying. Yeah. Um and then it just gives I don't it just gives a framework to the whole thing. And mm. I think and one thing that I've really been thinking about is this the narratives that um we tell ourselves about how we meet people. Mm. And I think those stories when we meet people are so invaluable to how we see and perceive that relationship oh and i think it's so wise of you like that's such a good and healthy and well-rounded perspective i love it thanks katie you're welcome <laughs> sorry well, di- well different. um so like i have um a friend back home and we met when we were 15 we got um put together on this expedition Mm. and he and I were walking together for four days and we were 15 and we really we were both hot messes and but we really got on and um we went on my first ever date Mm -hmm. um after that Mm -hmm. and then 
I still write, we write each other letters right. to this day. So and nice. I think that is such, something like that is, it's not a defined relationship in any way, but that kind of story is something that's so special mm -hmm. and that really defines our relationship and yeah. makes it into something mm -hmm. that had we met on Tinder or something, it just, you know, the, <laughs> that kind of the magic foundation. or that kind of, um, this, I don't know what it is. It's fate or, you know, mm. it's something special and mm. magical that happened in the world at that time. Yeah. And I it's something it. that you really kind of hold on to. Yeah. No, I totally understand. So when you say framework and, and context and all this stuff, do you mean like, well, your friends know him. So there's, there's some stuff you know about him. You already know some of his backstory. Yeah. You have a chance in in a group of friends to get to know him a bit in a bit safer of an environment is that the kind of thing that you yeah need? i think so yeah. or even if you just start seeing each other one-on-one -on -one straight away or maybe like i went out with this guy recently who uh, like a friend a mutual friend set us up mm -hmm. and so we were seeing each other one-on-one -on -one, but um but there was that framework there that our friend had thought of us both and mm -hmm. had thought, oh, those two are a really good match. And then we also had other mutual friends in common. So there's, cool. yeah. there's and also I think that creates a bit of accountability in terms of your behavior yeah. because people are sort of looking in on the relationship right. in some respects. And so I think that keeps everyone's behavior right. a little more in check than... Yeah, I like it. I, I see that completely and I really like that aspect of it. Community around. Yeah. Well, they, they feel a little bit responsible to treat you properly because you are friends yeah. with their friends and the stories can go around and they don't want to mistreat a friend of a friend. And ultimately, <laughs> I think the thing is that you're then not disposable Yeah. in the way that I feel online dating creates right. disposability of people. Oh, and so yeah. it's I, like, yeah. oh, I fucked that up. Like, yeah. And like, I messed that up. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to see them again. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Like, I feel like that is such an unhealthy response mm -hmm. because you, in doing that, people aren't learning, oh, we've had, you know, I did that. It was wrong. I need to go back and apologize, make amends and learn how to heal that relationship and move right. forward they're just throwing it away and well, they're on yeah. to the next thing straight yeah. away. Yeah. And I think that that's really damaging people's capacity to grow within themselves and also to grow mm. in relationships and in, a, in the community as mm -hmm. a whole. I totally agree. I think mm. that's a really well thought out and really healthy perspective of online dating. Thanks, Katie. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Got so many opinions about this. <laughs> okay, so that is what we're going to talk about today. Is we're going to you're passionate about online dating or about not online dating? Offline dating. No, about <laughs> offline dating, and so that's what we wanted to talk about. So, have you ever dated online? I have, but okay. I've only been out with three people. Okay. So you only went on three d dates. Well, one of the guys I what. One of the guys I went on one date oh. and the second one I went on a couple. And oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. The last one I was with for about three months. Oh, okay. Okay. Sounds good. So what apps have you used? 
I've I, I this was like two years ago, so it was before okay. Bumble like got or any of the other was in existence. Yeah. So I only use Tinder. Oh okay. Okay. And incidentally, back home in England, I actually know of a Tinder baby. Really? Yeah. And a couple of Tinder weddings. Oh, I was. And did you do online dating when you were back home? Did no. you ever try it? No. And I wondered if you. I really wanted you to have tried it at home so I've that I could know if there was a you, difference. Have I've you? done a bit of research. Okay. Yeah. Do tell. Um. Well, I feel like. When I chatted to some of my friends who live in London, yeah. who are in their late 20s, they were saying, we kind of compared notes about my very limited experience dating here yeah. online and and their experience. And there, I think maybe because it's the city, mm-hmm. it's they were going on like three different dates every week with different people. Oh, wow. Um, I also spoke to a friend in Boston who's been doing online dating and yeah. she said like she'll have two dates a week with different people. Right. And yet she'll never go on a second date with anyone. Oh, wow. And that's the same as the girls in London. Like they were just like, yeah, it's just kind of like so people, what? it just, there's just so many people Yeah. that why go on why a second date with someone kind of thing yeah Is or like really? why connect with anyone because you can go out with someone else the next night and how they interesting. might be more suited to you there's no so, sense of work yeah that's really interesting so there's like FOMO is huge then yeah because you are just like well I could go on a second date with you but there's like hundred other guys to swipe right on so yeah. why wouldn't the whole I just, of London term. maybe something better will come up yeah wow I have I was listening to a podcast with three different girls who were dating um in LA and in New York and they were describing their dating online dating experiences within even the difference of those two cities and it was very different even oh, within really? those two cities so I I do know that there is quite a difference between dating in a small town, online dating, Mm -hmm. dating in a larger city, online dating. And then we have the different countries to talk about too. But it it does breed FOMO, doesn't it? Yeah. And I think we should also touch on um, British and their I don't, they're so, they're quite reserved in some ways. And then they'll just get drunk and everyone is having sex with everyone. Oh, really? Yes. Oh my goodness, How yes. fascinating. Like, I feel like British people are having a lot more sex than Canadians. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, I want to, I wish you had told me that earlier. I would have researched that stat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was, never would have suspected. Well, I think that's the weird thing. I was in um, New Zealand for, for a bit and um, in down in Wanaka in Queenstown. And they said that since um, the visas were allowed for British people to come in like young british people to come and work the rates of stis went up threefold (laughs) oh my gosh yeah because the brits came and they just like just sleeping with everyone yeah how bizarre it's not something i would have suspected but because british people are normally so much more reserved yeah i i feel but the thing is the thing that's so weird is like I, I think it's just the drinking culture. Oh, okay. Like they drink so much. You can walk, you just walk to the pub and yeah. people are outside like f- from midday onwards. Like right. it's acceptable to have a beer with your breakfast. Right. And people are drinking like all day. And right. then 
I, that I think that just leads to promiscuity. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely does. <laughs> no, it really does. I mean, there there is scientific fact behind yeah. that. Like it really does. Your boundaries go down. Yes. Your inhibitions go down. Your um, you know, your your gut just. And, and just sites that I haven't really seen here, like I would be in my town, like I used to go out, I'd wear stilettos, no tights and like a mini dress, right. like, and no coat. Right. And you just, that is just normal. Like right. you walk down to the nightclub wearing that. Right. No coat, nothing, fine. Right. And then you'd walk back and there'll be like a couple of people like a couple of girls like crouching down like peeing in alleyways like right <laughs> I in have front seen of the that over room. here oh I my have gosh, seen that here that. yes nice yes <laughs> I was in this was a few years ago but we were having a really nice fancy Italian dinner in Victoria <laughs> and there was a bar beside this restaurant and we looked over and these girls came out and they squatted beside this vehicle just pull their knickers to the side yeah I don't know what I don't even know if they were wearing any and I was like is this happening this is happening this is happening right in front of us like we were sitting on the patio and everything like it wasn't even like we were inside and just looking outside this was happening literally right in front of us and it was not great (laughs) but so I have seen that does slightly love that though because I think in Britain like you're just like everyone's so constrained that yeah. when stuff like that happens it's like finally you're yeah, letting loose like everyone's just letting loose yeah. and also the heckling like people do a lot of heckling oh really yeah like when you're when they're drunk or just yeah altering. like they just be like across the bar like oi oi like <laughs> just yes, shouting okay. at everyone yeah, yeah it's good. Okay. okay so you have done online dating you have gone on a couple dates from tinder mm-hmm. when when did you make the decision not to? And is your decision not to for a little while? Or is it like you're... you're... I feel like it could be forever, to be okay. honest. Okay. Um, I think the... Well, I discovered like from the guy that I was seeing for sort of three months from mm-hmm. Tinder, my most successful Tinder relationship. Yes, that's um, great. <laughs> I think th- that just set up a lot of... Um, or just posed a lot of questions to me. Mm. Like, first of all, it sort of went from naught to a hundred, like in, the, like just right out the gate. Oh, like, okay. it was just like a very um, committed, like full-on relationship straight right. from the beginning. And I think that that was because there's no context in. Uh, sorry, not context. There's no sort of. Um, gray area where you're like oh does this person like me sure because you know right away they've swiped right they obviously like you and you don't even know like is this person gay like are they straight like you know their sexuality you know they're available right you know that well hopefully you know know that they're interested in you right and quite often you know the what they're looking for right and so i feel like which is a good thing about online dating those are it's it makes it easy because you're all there for one reason. Here's who I am. Here's what I'm looking for. It's all spelled out. But then, yes, it does eliminate a lot of those initial steps. A lot yeah. of those getting to know each that other. That sort of like delightfully vague, like feeling it out yes. period. And I think that that is so important because sometimes people can say, I'm looking for this. Right. And then in the course of getting to know them, they might change that 
feeling yeah. completely and they yeah. might suddenly realize actually <clears throat> I'm not looking for that at all mm. and like I actually see you fitting into my life quite differently in this way like whether that's friendship or in a more casual way you know or yeah. they might say you know I'm actually really serious about yeah or something committed with yeah you. I see it as a committed relationship rather than yeah. the fling Casual that I was hoping thing. it would be yeah exactly yeah. and so I think that you don't necessarily have the chance to scope that out and mm-hmm. sort of see organically how that relationship might fit into your life yeah no I can see that I so I've online dated quite a lot now um I have a veteran oh I don't want to be but maybe I am um, let me think. Okay, so I have been outside of my marriage. I have been, uh, I think that's been eight years now. And two of those years, I did not date at all. I didn't, I didn't date at all. Um, but other than that, I was doing online dating and I've tried, um, I've tried pretty much everything now. So I've tried like Lava Life when that was even in, in what existence. What is that? <laughs> it's like, hello. It is. Sounds like something that Austin Powers would do. Oh yeah. Well, it, it probably is. <laughs> oh my gosh. If it's, only. I would say it's probably just like a nineties, one of the first online dating things. Okay. So it, it's kind of embarrassing to say that I've done that, but that was Isn't a long like time MSN? ago. What's that? MSN messenger. Is no, it's like... a, it's a little bit more than that. <laughs> but so I've done that one. I've tried eHarmony for a very short period of time. I've tried match, um, Tinder, Bumble. I think that that's it. I can't think of any. What are these? My friend in Boston told me that they're all using this thing like coffee meets bagel or something. Oh, interesting. I don't know if that's a new one. I've never heard of that one. But in the in the states and also in bigger cities, there's different apps that work better. So oh, really? in smaller towns, like there's just no point in using them. So yeah, I haven't tried some of the apps that exist in the states or also in larger cities. She said cities. she also uses Hinge. I have heard of this Boston. one. I have never. Let's look it up right now. Hinge. Yeah, I've heard of this one. I feel like the the way that they name them it's all like of the same ilk isn't it yes it is like a f- bumble's not really but it's like oh tinder hinge yeah hinge h-i-n-g-e yes hinge okay downloading oh my gosh this is you're going Good. straight into it Katie. well you might as well like if you're gonna do a podcast about this yeah, kind of stuff, true. you might You've as well do try to. Which is the only reason why I downloaded Bumble is because I'm just was like, was it I, good? I feel like it wasn't as exciting as Tinder because there wasn't as many people on there. Um, was I, it high quality? I I never high got quality. anything out of it. Okay. So there was communication, but the woman with a Bumble, the women have to initiate communication first. So even if you match with someone, you have 24 hours to initiate conversation with that person and then they have 24 hours to respond and if one of those things doesn't happen the match is like disqualified so i think that i have some problems with that because it's sort of sensationalizing yeah it's like a game it really is it It is a game game. yes that's what i noticed you've got to be on your phone yes this feels like a game yeah like i had to message one guy because i was like I wasn't sure if I was going to initially and then I thought no I'll just do it 
And I had to, I'm like, well, I have to do it now because if I message him in a couple of hours, it's going to be past the nine o'clock hour. And that just says one thing. But then also if I just wait till the morning, then our 24 hours will be up. So I need to message him now. So it was a bit of a intrigue and bit of a game, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I didn't find anything out of that, but then I wasn't on there for long and I just like... And it, it, I am sad to say that it wasn't as exciting as Tinder. I like that you're saying that, though. Do you? I do quite like that. Why? Yeah. Because I think that is that sums everything up about online dating for I me. Know. It's like the okay, like best story. I well, not the best story at all. But I was at someone's house the other day, and this guy had been his housemate had been having this crazy like relationship with his ex and this other woman that he was sleeping with kind of at the same time and Uh like it all got a bit messy and everything and the two women finally decided do you know what we don't we're not into this like get lost right and so they they left him and he was like came and sat on the sofa and he was like the women have all disbanded from my life (laughs) I just don't know what to do and he like sat on the sofa and then I looked over and he and he was on the dating apps right away yeah and Mm -hmm. he could not believe that he was like which app did you you guys meet on and I was and we were both like none of them right like and he just couldn't believe that we I know had met in real life and just hours after this fairly traumatic situation had mm-hmm. transpired for him he's mm-hmm. on an app seeking some sort of con- comfort or some kind of ego um, boost yeah ego boost mm-hmm. and i think in terms of mental health it's there's no it's not giving any space for personal growth it's true and it's yeah. not giving you any like for him he wasn't taking any time to reflect on what happened how does he feel about that what did those relationships mean to him yeah and to actually in the past we would have had a very natural pause between romantic entanglements yeah. and yeah. so that gives you a real chance to kind of reflect on that to what, heal yeah heal yeah. and what was the narrative of that romance and what am i going to look back on and remember and yeah what, and f- you know to feel nostalgic about it and to slowly you know then you bump into someone else and and the new story starts mm-hmm. but being able to just get straight on your phone no and i totally look for the next agree. thing yeah it's really hindering self-development yeah i it think really so. really is yeah it's creating a very surfacey thing a human being actually it's creating yeah. a very surfacey human being because it you can easily jump from one to the other without actually addressing the issues that came up because of that breakup or, you know, the hurt that was brought because of that breakup. You're not actually, you're not actually healing. You're not going anywhere really, are you? And you're just in this perpetual cycle of just very shallow, well, not always shallow connections, but like like possibly the same thing happening time and time again. There's people that I've spoken to who like I know have been doing online dating and for several years and they're just they're nowhere further down the line in terms of their personal Mm -hmm. development because they're just like oh this wasn't quite a right fit for me I'm just gonna ditch that and move on to the next thing yeah and I really think that that growth and that in or what's exciting is when 
you know, those two women left his life. And maybe if he turned around and went to see each of them and apologized and spoke to them and actually sat down with them and had a conversation and tried to hear things from their perspective, Mm -hmm. not only would he have grown and learnt himself, but he also would have healed that yeah that, that gap that was created. that both people mm-hmm. were feeling from yeah. that so and who knows where either one of those relationships could have gone after that sure because stranger things have happened and like yeah. he you know he might have found a really meaningful and committed relationship sure in one of those yeah situations. or even not even so much like and i guess the only reason i say this is because most guys would not go back to the girl and apologize so the only reason i guess that's the only reason i'm saying this but even if he hadn't gone back to apologize to both of them or to hear out their side of the story but had just taken some time to go into himself and assess what had happened yeah and to being truthful with himself yeah to feel those feelings like to feel those negative feelings is not a bad thing not comfortable no No one likes that it's not comfortable but it's also not a bad thing no it's really really good to feel that out and to go through that process through it i think sometimes you have to just wade through the shit and then you know you're feeling really rubbish about something and you keep feeling rubbish about it but then when you're out the other side Mm -hmm. you've got a much greater perspective yeah and you are more developed you are more well-rounded you have Um, a deeper knowledge of yourself you have a knowledge of how you deal with situations how you deal with relationships what you do want what you don't want what you liked what you didn't like yeah you know like you have just more depth to yourself and I think we have to question like what are people trying to get from online dating Mm. if not I can't see what can be better than personal growth Mm -hmm. and becoming a better person and if that those apps aren't facilitating that then i think we should question what place they have in our lives yeah i think that's brilliant i think you are very correct in that (laughs) and i love it i'm just like it's kind of (laughs) mind-blowing to me because how old are you 28 you're 28 and i'm 35 and it's just i love love hearing that from you because i think that that is just so smart I think that's so refreshing. Like it honestly is Yay, so refreshing. Millennials, like, right. <laughs> yeah. It's just so refreshing to hear that perspective, especially from someone who's a little bit younger than me. Yeah. Not much, but a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's just, it's so nice because it is the truth. Like what, let's be conscious of what we're doing. Yeah. What are we doing? What are we becoming? Is it the people that we want to become? Like, is this when I, when I look at my behavior, when I look at the stuff that I'm involving myself in and the way that I'm allowing people to treat me, the way that I'm creating habits and treating other people, am I becoming the person that I want to become? Yeah. What's the end goal? And is this getting me there? Exactly. That's what we have to think about. Instead, we just let life kind of grab us and drag us and just do what it does. And we react to whatever life does around us instead of creating a life that we want. Yeah. And actually, some people are like, you know, everyone's on these dating apps. Like, why? Like, you've got to be on them if you want to find a date. You can't. You do, though. Which is, it's, yeah. But then I think, well like why just because society everyone's doing one thing like 
Yes. Do we have to do that? No. Yeah. Like, no. We can find another path. Mm-hmm. And there's there are people asking people out in real life. Yes. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening to another podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> I clean for sometimes up to six hours a day. Oh. And I listen to podcasts the entire time. So I was listening to another podcast the other day with a matchmaker. And I believe that she's located in New York. But she was giving tips on how to meet people how to start talking to people and um the tips she was giving was just so easy and it's like this is this sounds stupid but we actually need to hear these things because we are so out of practice yeah with getting to know people just that are standing beside us i know right right there yeah so and you don't have to spend like ten dollars and two hours of your life on no. it, you know to work out do we have chemistry yeah they're stood right there you can see yeah yes we do have chemistry yeah and um, one of my friends in britain she was like i i can't be on the digital online dating anymore because i spend like hours of my life yes. sat with someone who i could have told you in two seconds i wasn't interested yeah in. I know. And you're chatting to them for who knows how long. Yeah. And then you get their number. So you start texting them and then you meet in person. Yeah. And then you find out if you There's like There's no them. chemistry. Yeah. And then you're like, that was such a, yeah. Efficiency people. Yes. <laughs> so one of the things, one of the pieces of dating advice she, this girl, this matchmaker gave was just to start standing in the longest line at grocery stores or at the coffee shop. Don't go to the shortest line. Go and stand in the longest line. Because, yeah. And just practice talking to people. Yes, practice talking to people. I feel like quality foods is great for that. (laughs) Like, they're so chatty in there. But also, they're all seniors. That is not entirely true. I did run into a younger guy there a little while ago, but mainly they're seniors yeah they so are. if you want to build up your yeah, practice that's, that's a great that's place a to good start place. it's a comfortable place to yes start. but yeah. then maybe go to the coffee shop and be yeah. willing to stand in line be willing to turn and and mention something to the person next to you i think it's a great challenge that yeah. everyone can try yeah maybe just for the week mm-hmm. just put away your dating apps yes and try saying hi to five people yeah I meet my friends organically through life. Like, yeah. why would I not meet a partner that way? Yeah. Well, I don't go on an app to try and find friends. So why would I Well, do it? is it Tinder that has, it's one of them that I has like an option Bumble. to, I mean, to find, find friends, friends rather than Which boyfriends. Which I think is really nice. Yeah. But I, um, yeah, I'd, I feel like for most people, things have kind of worked out already like yeah. or worked out well already like you yeah. made friends organically yeah in it just, your life like it just it, feels it is possible well and it just feels weird like to be like do you want to be my friend like what are you yeah. into like just go to go downtown or meet although with i have girl. had a few people especially and uh, my uh, my british friend will who lives here in the valley we went we were walking at nymph falls and sh- she heard my accent and then I heard hers and then we just looked at each other and I was like hello are you from England and she was like (laughs) yes I am oh my god talk to me oh (laughs) I love it and then we just yeah and then we've been friends ever since oh I love it that's amazing (laughs) but we were literally like will you be my friend (laughs) and that's okay you met in real life though (laughs) like there was a common there was a common link there and you knew it but I do want to know the stats 
for the success of online dating relationships well actually i i was reading i did a few reading of a few articles as well, Kathy, mm-hmm. and i it was something it was over 75 percent of couples in america that have been together or have got together in the last five years met offline offline yeah wow over 75 a staggering percentage that like is a huge percentage. percentage so basically well not basically but 25 percent of people are now I meeting online less, and staying into less. less that would make more sense to me but what i'm saying is it's more the exception yeah are, it is like it's the exception to the rule that people actually have successful relationships that have met online. online yeah or met it's on a quick apps. fix yeah i feel like it's the fast food of dating yes no i totally agree that's a brilliant I mean statement. that sounds yeah. really snobby of me. It does, but it's true. <laughs> it's so and snobby. that's not to say there's not good people on there. It's no, just not yeah. it's not a good use of your time. It's not a good um like you say it it just makes the initial stages of dating those really fun like questions and Twitter patient and and um building chemistry yeah. and it makes that disappear which totally removes the first half of your dating life and suddenly you're jumping into halfway through a, a, your dating relationship yeah. and i think what another huge thing is that people are getting to the point where they have this list of criteria mm. that they want from someone yeah and because they have unlimited options they can filter that list right and sort of say okay this girl or this guy doesn't tick these boxes for me i'm on to the next yeah okay this doesn't tick my boxes i'm on to the next and what they mm. really miss is that really like i my last partner we had absolutely nothing in common whatsoever and still have nothing in common and we're still great friends to this day right because we met three friends and we really connected with one another on a on a very personal and special level that had nothing to do with criteria or anything like that right and I think both of us were so shocked because we were both like you were not anything that I was looking for yeah but the spark is just there mm-hmm. and you can really grow in yourself and grow with that person mm-hmm. and you learn things about yourself you never would mm-hmm. if you were just going out with that person that ticks all the boxes yeah well I think that that's that's one thing it's not that we need to settle but we need to be willing to um be open yeah be willing to be open because some people who don't fit our list, they are meant to be in our lives. Yeah. And it's really interesting when we like when we limit our list to like three to five main things that are very important to us, like faith, like moral, like certain morals, mm-hmm. um, desire for children, desire for marriage, like stuff like that. Um, and when we limit it to the big stuff, the non-compromising stuff, the other stuff can fall away. Like, cause I've, I've dated, like I used to have this standard where I was like, nope, the guy has to be six foot or taller. Like six, three was ideal because I'm tall. Yeah, you are And tall. so I was like, nope, so lucky. this is, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is like, it was very limiting because I'm like, no, I want a guy that's taller. And I was very adamant about it. What does height have to do with quality? It has nothing to do with quality. And I have dated since like, 
I've released that standard of mine. I have dated men who are shorter than me or, you know, my height. And I've had, I've met wonderful men that I've had great connections with that I never would have considered before because I had that stupid, like totally surfacey standard. Exactly. So, but when you're online, then you're like, no, six foot. No, not going to do it. Uh, Look at his teeth. Not going to do it. Like you got all these things, right? Like, whereas if you meet a person in real life, you're not not even going to notice those things if you have the chemistry. No, 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 no. Right. Because you just, you just see them and that's just it. And you just know like, oh, there's, there's something that like, I'm pulled towards you. The spark works. This sense of humor is amazing. And he may not be the looks wise the guy you thought you would go for yeah but his sense of humor is just like oh my gosh this is so great like you just have this great attraction so yeah no and I think that with online dating people give up on their relationships I think we touched on this earlier they give up on their relationships so much faster because there's the option to go well fine whatever this isn't gonna work I'll just go on tinder and see what's next like and it's, I find that so like, uh, I, you just want to shake someone and be like, mm-hmm. hello, like yeah. you've been doing this for two years. Yeah. Like what you're looking for is not out there. Like yeah. it's you, yeah. like you really need to work on yourself and or that sounds really preachy not well it's yourself, not that- but you need to, mm. you need to understand that relationships take a bit of work but also just because something is a setback it doesn't it's not the end of the world Mm -hmm. like well and it's not that what you're looking for is not out there it's not out there in the way that you think it is yeah and it's not maybe online dating or you're missing it because you're just looking at this guy's face and his age or his you know his quick little bio that he's written of himself guys don't really know how to market themselves so online dating really isn't great for guys (laughs) because they don't put their best selves forward they really just don't know how to do that properly from what I've seen there's the odd guy that's fine okay he's made it but for the most part I would say 99% of men do not know how to market themselves properly and so when you're flipping through tinder or whatever site or app you're using you really limit yourself because you're like nope 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 yeah and then you know you're missing out their stand their guys are out there and they probably are the same guys that they're swiping left on but (laughs) they're swiping left because of their standards you know needing to be changed for whatever reason and maybe if everyone just met up in a big room oh my gosh that is my dream I feel like scary dream but that's so much better yes but yet we're afraid of it so the restaurant I feel like that I would love that Katie (laughs) oh I would love it too I'd be scared But I would love it. Like, I would be nervous as well, heck, but I would, would love it. Would you be nervous, though? Because there's no pressure to anything whatsoever. It's true. There's absolutely no pressure. I feel there's like a like the- hundred guys. Like, it's just like, it's just a party. It's uh, just, it's true. I feel like the girls would stay on one side of the room and the guys would stay on another. Yeah, probably. But here's the thing. At a restaurant I was working at in the other room, the other cafe room or whatever it was, banquet room, they had a speed dating here. event here in town. And the, I think there was two guys in the whole group and they were all over 50. Oh. 
Yeah, it was like, where are these young people who like should be meeting in person and should be like coming to these events and having yeah. fun and like just trying it out? But there wasn't any young people there. This is reminding me of exactly, you know, Grandma Jo. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, lovely old, older lady that I know who yeah. actually moved from Devon. Oh, is that where she's from? Yeah, she oh. came from Devon. Oh, she lived in Devon during the war, I yes. think. She yeah. was a re- uh, what's it, evacuee. Oh, right. I think so. And um, she she was telling me about how she met her husband and mm-hmm. how they all used to meet when she first, when she was in her 20s. Uh-huh. And they used to go down to a dance at Union Bay every oh, yeah. single Friday night. <laughs> and if you weren't there, there was something there's something wrong. hugely wrong with you wow. because everyone always made sure they were there every friday night really and that every single person in their 20s like in this this area was there and wow. that's where they all met yeah and and you yeah. mingled and you met your friends friends and you yeah, yeah. And every single eligible person was there and you could meet them. We need to do more of those things that aren't going to the bar. Yeah, like, That's... hello, Jane Austen. Yeah. Like, can we just have a dance, please? <laughs> yes. Okay. Or just something like a young singles event. Maybe yeah. the unsolicited podcast should host a young singles event that in the Comox be, Valley. Yeah, I feel like. But how do we take the stigma away from it? Because I feel like I, I was talking with my roommate earlier and we were like, what is it about having because that's another reason I stopped online dating. Mm. I could not bear the thought. And this is such an aw- like horrible, snobby, awful thing to say. <laughs> but I cannot bear the thought of having to tell my grandchildren, we met on an online oh. dating app associated with se- casual sex. And, oh, you know, yeah. I, I just couldn't. Yeah. I Maybe I'm just a bit too romantic, but yeah. I just felt so uncomfortable with that and then we tried to think why well what is so uncomfortable about that what is shameful about that because lots of people do it and it's totally normal it shouldn't be shameful at all yeah and it probably will get more and more and more normal normal. yeah and I think we well we thought maybe it's because you're kind of having to put yourself out there and advertise yourself yeah and kind of say yes I'm actually looking for a relationship. Right. And that's quite a big thing for people to do. Yeah. So I feel like... To be vulnerable and say, yeah, I want somebody. Yeah. Like, that is a very vulnerable thing to say. Yeah. Right. That's very true. So here's a story. My sister actually met her husband on eHarmony, speaking of online successes. Nice. So she met him... I feel like eHarmony could be, like, a higher tier. eHarmony is, like, the site. Like, really. It's... If, Do you feel like it's a Oh, bit, yeah. Like it shouldn't be compared to... It's more to, high qual. Uh-huh. Completely. I feel like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, mm. Coffee Bagel, whatever that's called. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like that that's one. kind of, you know... That's yes. No, just, it's a completely different thing. Yeah. Yeah. So my sister was threatening to move to Australia because she had just come back from a year in Australia. And she was threatening to move back. And I forced her into starting with eHarmony because I said the only reason you're wanting to move back is because you think there's more options over there for guys nice Katie and so (laughs) you need yeah (laughs) you need to go online and see what's out there and she she thought she was so embarrassed she was so she's like I will not sign up for online dating and I was like why like everyone's doing it there's it's not a problem and you are looking 
for you're not just looking for a hookup like yeah you're looking ready. for a she's relationship ready. that develops into marriage and so and she's like fine but if you sign me up that will come across way better than if I sign up myself so oh, she was cool. like oh, a little bit of a manipulator but whatever <laughs> <laughs> so I did I signed her up I went online and created her an account, um, uh, username, password, all this stuff. And I started taking the test for her because the, eHarmony has this like 40 minute like wow. quiz that you take. And then I realized that it's really no joke and that I can't answer these things myself because this really needs to be fun. her. Yeah. So I texted her, called her, whatever it was. And I said, here's your online um, login informa information, log in, do this thing. And then, um, you know, if you want me to log in after you, we can kind of go back and forth about the guys that are coming across and blah, blah, blah. So this is where the story gets muddy, but I'm going to tell you my true version because <laughs> it's actually what happened. <laughs> she logged in from Calgary. I was back home in my small northern town. She logged in. I would log in. We would look at the guys. She would say, hey, how about this guy? And I'd be like, check out this guy's profile. And so with her now husband, I was like, look at this guy's profile. He has an accent. He is a cop. Like he's, he what looks like. What accent does he have? He's South African. Nice. I said, he looks like a top candidate. Check him out. So she did. She went on a couple dates with him. And, you know, the rest is history. She ended up dating him long term then getting married and of course I blew their secret out to the world at their wedding and announced in my maid of honor speech that they had met on eHarmony because <laughs> nobody knew they had this little story they were telling everybody and nobody knew they had met on eHarmony so oh I just gosh. so that was like the my worst nightmare <laughs> right there yes but I told the world because I'm her older sister and that's just yeah. what we do <laughs> yeah you've got to do that yeah so they are a good success but yeah eHarmony is completely different like it's it's just not it's I not the casualness like yeah you pay a lot of money committed. for eHarmony for one thing oh really like I think I did do eHarmony. I did not have, I will tell you my story of eHarmony. Um, but I did do eHarmony for a little while, but it was like $60 a month. Why? Like it was not cheap. Like to me, that's, that's not cheap. But if you're looking for quality and you want to invest in that part of your life, I suppose yeah, that are, those are really good arguments to do something of quality. This is really sad, but my mom actually wanted to, she was like sign up and i'll pay for you oh and i, was I like, have so many girlfriends that parents have done no, that why mom leave me alone that Aww, was, yeah that's that was cute a, yeah but i have i have friends oh, that really? their parents okay, have I'm done glad that i'm not the only one you are not the only one I a lot of i honest to god if i brought it up to my parents i i'm pretty sure they my would dad would same. pay for me to do it yeah. not that i would want him to but i'm pretty sure those words would come out of his mouth i think especially if your parents how have you have your parents been married since they were really young? Yeah. Yeah. My well, I, I wouldn't say really young, but they've been married for like close to 40 years now. Yeah. My parents got married when they were 21 yeah. and they just cannot understand the concept no. of. No, my no. parents just don't understand what modern dating is like at all, especially. Or well, the concept of being single. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> oh, they don't. I'm, yeah. Anyways, let's not get into that subject. <laughs> <laughs> but my yeah, my par my sisters are trying to get me on eHarmony right now. They oh have suggested gosh. it because they see the traumas that I've been going through and they're just like, 
just go on eHarmony. Like, do something of quality. Don't yeah. fool around with this crap. So what's so. your what's your strategy moving forward? I, I'm not dating right now. I'm just okay. not. Um, I will admit that I'm on Tinder at the moment. You're because a I am on a hiatus. I'm on Tinder at the moment for purely for entertainment. You are preaching to who you want to preach to when you're talking about <laughs> online dating because I have... But you seem to have like a very like clear understanding I do. it is like yeah you're just doing it for yes like, we're and and it's because I've done it for I've done it on and off for a while yeah and I understand what you get from it I yeah. understand what you don't get from it and I'm just you know right now I'm just purely doing it for entertainment I would consider eHarmony in the future if I felt like I needed to date in the future but right now I just don't want to date yeah so I'm just not going to invest in that I have done online dating, or I'm sorry, I have done eHarmony when I was living in Calgary. And there's two very short, slightly traumatic stories from that was that, first of all, there was no one on there that was who I was attracted to. No one. Like the nerdiest of nerds was on there. No cowboys. No. And it was Calgary. So you're, it was disappointing. That's honest to God. The reason I moved to Calgary and at that point in my life and didn't move down south was because I'm like, cowboys. I clearly like cowboys. Yeah, we've and like, sorry, I need to move That's to Calgary. Came yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> came to the wrong place. But you yeah. did. You came to Canada, which was a good start. Yeah. But Vancouver Island, you're not going to find very many cowboys. They're they're kind of cowboys to me, though. Yes, I know. JD would say the same thing. Australia, England, yeah. completely different. But she would, she's like, oh, there's a cowboy. He's wearing cowboy boots. And I'm like, yeah, where? That's the same for me. Like, oh my God, he's wearing like a wife beach and he's got long hair. Like, he must be a cowboy. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm into that. Riding a motorbike. Okay, well, that is not a cowboy. So <laughs> okay, you need yeah, to come to my hometown and visit me up there. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> so my first very short story of eHarmony was that I signed up for eHarmony. I am, you know, fooling around on the site and just figuring it all out. And your matches come across like every day or every week or something. You get a new batch of matches or something like that. And my ex-husband was matched with me on eHarmony. Oh, no. And he lived like eight hours away, nine hours away. So it was very strange. And so, of course, I texted him and was like, so, hey there. I guess we're matching on eHarmony now. And we just had a quick little laugh about that. But it was like, oh, That's my nice. gosh, of all people, people seriously. Of all the bars who walked into this. Well, and like, it just felt weird because it's like, I have left you, but the internet thinks we belong together. Does it come up <laughs> with like a percentage match? I don't know if that one does. I know Match does. Match.com does has a percentage. Um, but I, I kind of don't know if, I just don't know if he harmony okay. does. So my second story was that because I'm a Christian, Mm -hmm. I would love to be with someone who has those beliefs as well. I think that's very important for me. And so at this time in my life, I was searching out a Christian guy and I figured eHarmony was a good place to kind of narrow that search a bit, right? And which I think it's faith-based website originally anyways. I don't think it is any, I don't think it strictly is anymore, but I think that's how it started. Might be wrong, but that's fine. Anyways, I got matched with this Christian guy who I thought sounded amazing, really tall, um, broad, dark haired, really nice looking guy, a couple years younger than me, but it was no big deal. And so I figured, okay, he's a Christian. He's going to have the same, um, 
moral standards as I have. And within, I think it was the second time we hung out, he was asking for things that were very, very far from those moral standards. Really? And it was like so fast into this so-called relationship or friendship or getting to know each other, whatever it was, that it was just so bizarre to me. It just threw me for a total loop because I was like, what? you're a Christian. Like, why are, why are you asking for that? Why are you suggesting that kind of stuff? It was absolutely bizarre. So that was my, and then after that, I'm just like, enough's enough. Like if this is what I'm getting and paying $60 a month for, I'm just going to do like the cheap apps. Yeah. So that's why I stopped with you, Harmony. Ugh. I'd be willing to try it again if I was wanting to date, but I'm, I'm just happy not dating right now. So yeah, fair enough. You've got a lot going on. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and is, now you've got a chance to meet someone just randomly. Yeah. You're having that well, nice if pause. I, yes. If I have the time. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, there's... No, but randomly is better or through friends yeah. is better. And it's just, you know, your friends know them. Yeah. They can recommend them. They can tell you some backstory. Yeah. You can develop that little banter in real life that's happening and those little, you know, butterfly moments and whatever. It is It is so much better. And also you just don't expect it to happen. Yeah. So you're not... Which is so much nicer. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for joining me today, Jess. Thanks, that Katie. was so nice. I just absolutely love visiting with you. It's been way too long, and I would love to catch up with you more. <laughs> <laughs> I've been way. I didn't know if you meant the recording's been way too long. No, <laughs> we have been talking for way too long. This is not going to work. Just kidding. This is great. <laughs> Okay, so just to close up here, I'm just going to tell you guys some ways to get in touch with us. If you have any questions or stories along the lines of anything we've been talking about or just dating in general, please email us at info.unsolicitedpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, all at Unsolicited Podcast. And make sure you follow us and um, share our feeds if you'd like to get the word out there also remember to pop by any of your podcast apps especially itunes and leave a rating and review because that really helps boost us up in the relationship section that we're in and thank you so much for joining us today guys um i hope you enjoyed this episode we will chat to you next week <laughs>